Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Outworking the competition while they're still asleep. And today, I'm going back two years exactly to this week, two years ago, 2018. I made a very short podcast about the idea of accountability and character. It's this time of year. People start thinking about being good for Santa or for those Christmas bonuses with the boss. And of course, with New Year's, about New Year's resolutions, trying to end the year well, start the next year in a great way uh, with New Year's resolutions, etc. So I did a brief five-minute podcast in 2018 about accountability and specifically character. Today, I'm going to go much deeper on the podcast on these ideas of how you demonstrate, measure, evaluate character. So appreciate you guys tuning in uh, each and every week to the podcast. We're going to get started by looking, listening to the five minutes from 2018. Then we're going to come back. And we're going to talk about more details of what I discussed in that clip. So here we go. Good morning and welcome to the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. It's December 8th. That's right. We a couple of weeks from Christmas. It's another couple of weeks before the end of the year. Everyone is excited about the end of the year, about being good for Santa and getting those gifts, but also end of the year accountability, accountability in business and in a self-brand and in your whole life, in your professional life and personal life is huge. It's huge to me and it's huge to anyone you work with or who's going to employ you. So accountability is key. And we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks between now, Christmas and New Year's. And I'm going to start the accountability conversation with character. Character is essential. It is key. It's often described that character is when you do the right thing when no one's looking or you do the right thing when no one's going to give you credit for it uh, or doing the right things for the right reasons, not because you get extra credit or because you get something special out of it um, or attention or anything of that nature. And so character is your ability innately to do the right thing at the right times, for the right motivations. Um, sometimes you can do the right thing and it's motivated wrong and it's still not right. Uh, you know, you might accidentally do the right thing. But if you do the right thing at the right times for the right motivations, if you put other people first when necessary, you put yourself first when you have to, but at the end of the day, if you do the right thing, if you don't take the shortcut, if you protect people who deserve to be protected, if you are honest about situations, uh, if you are keep the tell the whole story. This is something people do all the time. They only tell half the story in order to justify their decision making or why something uh, should be their way or the way they see it as opposed to putting all the cards on the table and debating out the, the points and seeing what happens. Not being honest and not telling 100% of the truth so that you get your way is not good character. Just, just not. Loyalty, honesty, truthfulness, being upfront, being open, uh, open-minded, being willing to compromise with people when necessary, being w- able to stand up for your principles or the things you do believe in when necessary are all parts of your character. These are all traits that go into character. But when we talk about characters, professionals, when we talk about it in our career, we really mean is, are you trustworthy? Are you someone who's going to do what you say you're going to do? Are you going to if you're, say you're a member of a team uh, or part of an organization or you're an employee or you're a co-owner or if you're on a board, 
Are you going to do the right thing for the organization? Are you going to do what's right, what's best? Are you going to put your personal opinions, your I like my idea better than your idea, your pettiness, your silly small stuff aside and be professional in your decision-making, not putting yourself forward, but by putting everyone, the collective, the organization, the goals that you've set collectively together, putting that first and not putting yourself first speaks to your character, your professional character. So as we discuss accountability at the end of the year, let's start with character. Let's start with, if you say it, do it. If you don't intend to do it, don't say you will or tell people you're not going to. Be a team player. Be cooperative and collaborative. Try to make everything better around you for everyone, not just you, and definitely not you first. If you make things better for other people, if you make things better for your employees, that the people work with you, work for you, you're going to make everything better for everyone, which makes it better for you too. If you are own a business or making business decisions, if you make it better for your employees, for your clients, for your customers, for your vendors, the people doing business with you, thus keeping your business afloat and viable, making it right for them makes it right for you ultimately because it strengthens your business and makes things better. And people like doing business with people of character, people they can trust, depend on, and will feel like they have a relationship that is give and take, that's 50-50, that's win-win, that's not just uh, pre-quo, pro quo, I give you money, you give me this service, but literally trying to provide value, provide service, and be part of a combination, a collaboration. That's what people are looking for. And when we talk about character as a professional, as part of our end-of-the-year accountability, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for people who step up, say what they're going to do, do what they're going to say, and do the right thing every time. Till next week, good luck. Okay, so we're back. The clip we just played five minutes, 2018, talking about accountability and specifically character. I'm going to want to expand on these definitions and give you a deeper idea of what I'm talking about. But specifically, again, as a recap, that a lot of people say character is what you do when no one's looking or what you do for people who can't do something for you uh, or just simply doing the right thing every time, which I think is a little bit um, unrealistic. Sometimes people cut corners. And I'm not saying uh, being greatly unethical, but I'm talking about rolling a stop sign types of uh, (laughs) ethical lapses. So for me, my preferred definition of character is doing the right thing when it's the absolute hardest thing to do for you and most beneficial to someone else. Now, that's typically not the situation that you find yourself into. But when you do find yourself in that situation, if you are quick To go to the easy route out, you need to think about your character. If you're quick, but in the flip of that is if you automatically go to, well, this is going to sting, but I've got to do what's right and I'm going to help the other person instead of myself because that's what the situation calls for. Your character is in the right place. The majority of us are probably somewhere in the middle right? There's a lot of gray areas and it's not, it's not really easy to define these things. The other thing I want to talk about today is not only is it not easy to define these things, it's very hard to put an evaluation, a valuation, not an evaluation, a valuation, as in how much benefit to your business or to a career does having great character, high morals, business ethics, etc. What does it add to the bottom line? It's a very hard conversation to have because we're talking about 
people treating other people as well as they possibly can, which is a good thing. But it's also very good for business, for corporate culture, for relationships. Every aspect of business is a relationship. It's people relating with other people. We don't do business with businesses. We do business with people who work and run those businesses, who work in those businesses. We're talking about customer service. We're talking about interaction. We're talking about audience development. All of these things come from the idea of are you, as the owner, the manager, the person I interact with in the business, the type of person I want to be associated with? That's why character is so important. The hard part is trying to put a dollar value on it. The easy part is the dollars you lose when your business is full of people with low character. I think the obvious things are bad customer service will drive people away. Potential customers and other people who do great things for you will not be associated with you if you do not have great character of the people in your place. Of course, there is theft. There is people who are not working hard, who are trying to, they're either stealing specifically, like literally taking dollars, taking products, or taking time away from you, time that you they're on the clock with you that you're paying them, that they're not providing the value that's expected. It also demoralizes other people in the business when they are working hard when they are doing the right things, when they are holding themselves in high character and you allow people who don't to bring the culture down as opposed to going the other way around where when you surround yourself with people of high character, high moral, high ethics, then you bring the culture up and you actually create a culture around being a good person, a good employee, a good member of the team, which is a member of the community, the better interactions with your with your clients, whether it's B2C, B2B, etc. So the idea of what value economically do I get out of hiring the right people for the right reasons and keeping the right people for the right reasons and letting go the wrong people for, for all the right reasons that you would let them go. It's very hard to put a dollar value on it, but it is easy to see the value in it, to see that it is tremendous value in every aspect of your business and everything that we would talk about in a business development discussion, uh, going back to how do the people do what you want them to do? How is your culture? How are the relationships? How is your interaction? How do you trust the process? Do you trust the people in the process? Do you have to be there 24-7 because you can't trust them? Or can these things be delegated out? This all comes flows from the idea of character and accountability. So now I'm going to go through the bullet points that we, that we talked about in the first five-minute video from 2018 and expand on each of them. Of course, starting with uh, the idea, of course, that character is doing the right thing all the time. We've discussed that already. Again, I think there's a range of how you how you judge and value character. And in most of our daily simple interactions, the idea of high, high moral standing and high character doesn't really come into account. But understanding and trusting and knowing that when these situations do come into account, when the idea of making the hardest decision that benefits someone else first and you last because it's the right thing to do. When that does come up, it's critical you have people in the right place who understand the decision-making process that you as the business owner, as the business leader, would want them to make specifically by example because you've done it in the past or you've discussed it or you've expressed that value. If you don't, they have to guess, then it comes their their own personal character and moral ambiguity comes into play as well. So try to define 
speak about, but then prove with actions the type of character you expect from people on your team that you do business with, business for, collaborate with, your subcontractors, vendors, etc. So don't do business with people who have low character. Don't provide services or products for people of low character. And I know that gets a little sketchy. It depends on what your business is. If you uh, have a convenience store, you have retail, anyone who comes in and who can afford to pay for that product is in and out, and that's fine. If you're in a B2B situation, if you're in a, if you're in a consulting scenario, if you are providing service that is much more specialized and limited, you can pick and choose who you do business with based on their personality traits and specifically starting with character ethics, and morals. If you do that, then you have the opportunity to demonstrate to everyone in your organization how you would like your organization to run in a high character way. So the definition of character is hard to pinpoint, but you can show it. You can discuss the things that you value with your team on a regular basis, of course, getting their input, their intake as well, what their vision of character and ethics are as well. When you're all on the same page and your organization is going to do just fine. The decision-making should always put the consumer, the customer, the end user, the bottom of the chain, the person that can, that can receive the most benefit or the most damage if you do it poorly. Think of it that way. That's the person you should always focus on when making decisions. That's a character decision right there. If you can put the, the last person in the chain, the person who will receive the most benefit or receive the most damage if it's done completely wrong, put, think of them, put yourself in their shoes when you make your decision making, that will always result in the right decision and the business process of how you uh, bring that back into an economic model, etc. It's got to be secondary because if you don't, and everything's backwards and your, and your economics are before your people. So think, make the hard decision for the smallest, the smallest guy, the smallest person, the last person the last rung on the ladder, the lowest aspect of the totem pole, if you will, put them first and then you will work out your decision will be of high character and high ethics if you do that. If you're going to tell someone that you run your business in a certain way, that you run your business in a trustable way, that you are trying to build rapport, that you're trying to create relationships, if you want your client, customer, collaborators, etc., to trust you, you can't just say it. You have to do it. You have to demonstrate it. Of course, it's harder. You have to wait for the situations in order to demonstrate it. But you also, the flip side here, here's the, here's the key, and here's the thing people miss. You can't just do it and assume people see it. You do have to talk about it. So talking about it doesn't make it happen, doesn't make it true. You have to follow up those words with actions, but actions in and of themselves are not enough because they don't get demonstrated on a daily basis. You have to verbalize, you have to express to anyone you do business with why you make the decisions you do, the decision process you have, and have everyone in your organization understand the process of decision-making coming from an ethical or character-based place. Then they will all make the right decisions when the time comes then 
you reward them, you confirm that they did the right thing, even if it was hard, even if it's hurtful for the business in the short term, because it goes back to that conversation again about helping the person most affected first and yourself second, figuring out the economics of it, even taking a loss, things of that nature. Um, Obviously, outside of completely closing the business down and and destroying it totally, which if that's the case, you'd already done something terrible to get yourself in that position to begin with for a... uh, one simple decision to put you in that spot, but demonstrate it, talk about it, talk about it, demonstrate it. It's a two way process. You have to do both. You can't assume one covers the other. Collaboration. If your focus is collaboration is creating opportunity, beneficial opportunities for both parties. Again, B2B, B2C, this doesn't depend whoever the transactions with. If you're, thought process if your focus is being collaborative as opposed to being just a a transactional process just i provide you you give money you go away i don't care what happens next but a deeper collaboration a deeper relationship if that is how your business operates if that's how your decision making happens if that's how your leadership works if that's how you as the top person showing everyone down the chain how you want it to happen if you're doing that and other people understand it, and other people see it, and they commit to it, then you're collaborative. You're going to always make the right decisions, and your people will hold themselves at the character that you're expecting if you come into it with a collaborative idea, with a collaborative business model, with the need and want to be collaborative as opposed to transactional. Transactions are great. Conversion is necessary. We need to make money. We need to make profit on that transaction. But the process of introduction through conversion to the transaction after the transaction etc the customer service the warranty process the the follow-up the continued relationship hopefully if you do a good job on your part then their uh, referrals and uh, brand evangelism uh, on on the backside for you all are a collaboration and if you think that way then you will make the right decisions in a character scenario so it also, the, another way of saying that is being a team player. Being a team player internally and externally. Being a team player with the people you do business with at every level and the people within your organization and the people within their organization that, you, that we're doing business with. If you look at everyone as being on the same team, on the same collaborative effort, if we're all in this together and it's a win-win, if we're creating positives for everyone, we create positives for the people that are on our team internally – we know that. So let's create positives for people who are our customers, who are our clients, who are on the external part of the relationship, on the conversation, on the transaction, etc. If we look at them as team members and not simply dollars and cents that can give us what we need in order to make our profit, then our decision-making process will be of high character. That's for sure. So put others First, in your decision-making process, in your business model, in the start-to-finish idea of what your business stands for or who you as an individual within a business stands for. If you put the other person first, if you put the smallest individual, the most impacted person first, if you put this behind your thought process, if you think of them as team members, if you think of them as collaborators, if you tell them what you're going to do and then do it and then do it and then tell them what you just did, see how this all goes back together, you create high character thinking, 
you create ethical business practices. You've translated that. You have informed everyone in, and communicated this, everyone through the process. The people who work for you will find value in that. They will want to work for you. They will want to do a good job. You will weed out the low character people who work for you as people who don't want to participate in that way. They don't see the value in it. You want to let them go on and go and do something else. The people who do are going to work for you. You're going to have a better relationship. You're going to have a better corporate culture. Then you're going to have better customer service because that translates out into the people that you're having conversations with in the business transaction. Again, B2B or B2C, it just doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, you surround yourself with people who see character and understand character, understand accountability the same way you do as the boss, as the owner, as the, the visionary of the business, of the person who put this all together. Then you don't ever have to micromanage or understand what their decision-making process is because you've demonstrated it, because they've bought into it. And they understand it comes through every aspect of business, internal and external. So back to the question of value. How do you put a value on this in a business sense? What's the dollars and cents idea behind it? I still don't have an answer for you. I can't tell you a formula to use, but I can tell you that everything I just discussed will create positive aspects for your business. It always does. It never fails. And I can also tell you, if you ignore all these ideas, if you do the exact opposite, if you, in fact, if you put the dollar first before the consumer, or if you don't try to collaborate, if you're, if you're not in that process in that way, you will not have a good corporate culture. You will not have positive attitude. You will not have productive employees. You will not have great customer service. You will not have great product because the people who work there creating the product or the service are not excited to do it and aren't feeling the personal connection to it. They will not look at you as a great leader because you're not demonstrating why they should think of you as a great leader. So everything that comes from this positive is positive, is beneficial, will benefit the business, will benefit the bottom line. I can't give you a number on it, but I can tell you it will affect it in a positive way. I also know when you ignore this, we've all had bad bosses. We've all worked at places that we hated going to. If you want to create a toxic environment, if you want to create a place where people simply come to pick up a paycheck, watch the clock, get out as soon as they can, do the bare minimum, possibly even having those low character traits of stealing, whether it's product, money, time, all of that comes from your decision-making process not being based on accountability and character. So I don't have a specific answer for you. I'm not going to put a, a specific money valuation on. I can tell you it is critical for a successful business to have this thought process, and it is easy to kill a business without this thought process. That's the point of this conversation today. So we got to go four times deeper almost 20 minutes today than we did the first time I had this conversation two years ago. So I hope this expansion of these ideas really gives you more insight into the value. That, number, that, let, that word again, the value, even though there's not a specific number on it, the value of accountability and high character thinking and thought process in your business or in yourself, in your career pursuits. So think of others first. Be someone of high character, hold yourself accountable, and ultimately these things work out, even if you can't put a dollar figure on it. That's the advice for today. Appreciate you guys tuning in to the Saturday One Hustle podcast. One more time, it's Saturday. We're in the office. We're out working the competition while they're still sleeping. Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every time, and be back next week. Hit me up on social media. Tell me what you like. 
what you dis- dislike, what you agree with. If you disagree, other topics you want me to talk about on the 71 Hustle, I love to hear from you guys on social media. I appreciate it very much. So we are out of here. Until next time, good luck. I'll see you next week. All right. There we go. Podcast done. Remember, you can get your Saturday Morning Hustle swag like this sweatshirt that I'm rocking today at SaturdayMorningHustle.com in the swag store. Also, speaking of rocking, got my guy here, Trace Gross, my boy, gave me the flannels hat. New hat, cool local band here in Oklahoma City. They do 90s music, but they do it acoustic. It's cool covers. It's a good time. He's a good friend of mine who gifted me this wonderful hat because he watches the Saturday Morning Hustle, and I appreciate that he does. So shout out to my dude. Shout out to the band. You guys go support musicians, artists, creative people who are being crippled right now because of the coronavirus will not allow these events to happen. You know what's happening to businesses, small businesses, uh, but our artists, our independent artists, our, our musicians, they're all in that same boat of being crushed by the coronavirus. So support them. Buy their music. Don't just stream it, download it, pay for it, buy the merch, order it online, have it shipped to your house. It's all good. Support your local artists and musicians as much as you support your local businesses. That's the Saturday Morning Hustle for this week. I'll see you next time. You guys be good. I'll see you next week.